Hey friend, thanks for tuning in to a Purposeful Brand Podcast, a space where faith and entrepreneurship come together to ignite your purpose. If you're a Christian mom who dreams of building a business that not only thrives, but aligns with your faith and allows you to stay home with your kids, well, you found your tribe. I'm your host, Jessica, and each week we're diving deep into the world of purpose-driven entrepreneurship. In each episode, we chat about topics like faith-infused business strategies, time management, identifying your unique gifts, practical tips to help you build a purposeful brand, and having heart-to-heart conversations with successful Christian women who've walked the path you're on. Get ready to fuel your journey with faith, purpose, and unstoppable drive. Let's empower you to use your God-given gifts, make an impact for the kingdom, and live a life of fulfillment. So stay tuned because this is where faith meets business and where your entrepreneurial dreams fuel your God-given mission. Okay, so before we dive into today's topic, I want to share a personal story with you. So about three, four, five years ago or so when I wanted to uh, restart my business after moving from Ohio to Florida, I wanted to restart this business because I wanted um, to stay home with my kids. Like I just had this deep desire to stay home with my kids and not go back to the nine to five. Like I just did not want to go back to the workforce. But so many things had changed in my life from when I first started my entrepreneurial journey in Ohio to moving to a Florida years later and getting married and now having kids. And I was just met with so much fear and overwhelm. And I wasn't sure like what I was actually going to do, how I was going to be able to manage everything. And this fear held me back for so long. See, when I first started uh, my uh, business, my photography business in Ohio, I had my mom around, I had my sister, I had my kids a father, um, we had lots of family. And so I had a lot of uh, people that could watch my kids, and I, I was separated from my uh, kids, my older kids, my older two. I was separated from their dad, so he took the kids on the weekends, and that was all free time for me, right? So I didn't have these fears of like five years ago when I had babies, little babies, and I'm in a state where I don't really know anyone. I have some, you know, people, but I don't really have like my people and my mother-in-law's you know, an hour away from me. And my dad was, you know, he's not babysitting. (laughs) He's not changing diapers. And at this point, I think he had already moved a few hours away from me. Um, And so it was just me. It was just me and my husband. And I was so fearful, like, how am I actually going to do this? And so I started the business. And, you know, technically, I was marketing myself, I was dabbling here and there. But Anytime the things got hard or, you know, just life happened, I fell back into all my old routines and I would just retreat. And next thing you know, it's like a month later or two months later and I have not marketed myself and I haven't made any progress. I haven't done the things that I knew I was supposed to be doing because I was caught in a comparison trap. I was so fearful of not you know doing things right you know perfectionism and you know i spent a good two years or so like 
in this space of this like hamster wheel of being overwhelmed and uncertainty and not knowing how I was going to manage it all and just fear, you know, I thought I was going to like, I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, I decided that, okay, I'm going to get things moving. I'm going to start treating my business like a business. And I invested a pretty good chunk of money into a coaching program. And at this point, I had already learned so much about business. So much because all this time that I was not doing anything, (laughs) I was studying. I was studying and I was learning, but I was still like feeling inadequate, like I wasn't enough almost. And so I invested a lot of money into this coaching program. And after six months of being in this coaching program, I found myself yet again, struggling with fear and like a lack of purpose. And so finally, I'm like, okay, Lord, like, what is going on? (laughs) Like, what is missing? Help me. Because at this point, all I wanted to do was just serve him. That was it. I knew that I had gifts and talents. And I just wanted to serve him. And I wanted to make an impact. And I wanted to also make an impact or income for my family. And so the Lord, he called me to put a pause on my business. After all this time, after spending all this money, after learning all of these things about business, after actually being consistent for a while, he tells me to pause everything. And I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. (laughs) You just want me to stop. Okay, whatever you say. All right. Because I, at this point, I was like, I don't even want the business. I'm just tired. I don't even want the business. And so I put this pause for five weeks and I just began to lean into my faith. And I said, you know what? During this five weeks, you are like my top priority. And I put him first like I had never put him before. And it's so funny even saying that because I was already walking in my faith. Like I wasn't a new wasn't a new Christian. Like I was volunteering at my church. I was reading my Bible. I was praying. I was doing all those things. I was serving him in all other areas of my life except for my business. And I don't know if I had like this misconception that my business was separate or like I felt responsible to make it all happen. But I had to just surrender it all to him and release that control and just say, it is yours because I don't want it. (laughs) And if you missed episode two, go back to that episode because I talk a lot all about surrendering your business to God and the freedom that that brings and the weight that is lifted off your shoulders when you do that. And so after I released that control, I began to find comfort and strength from biblical truths And I began to lean onto the Lord when I was feeling weak or I lacked clarity or purpose. I went to him first instead of um, going to Google or wallowing in whatever feelings I was feeling. So today I want to explore how you can overcome your fears and actually find strength in your faith to help you navigate this world, this crazy world of entrepreneurship and a, being a mom in business, it comes with its own challenges, okay? Um, and then I want to go ahead and share some practical tips that I believe will help you. All right. 
So let me ask you, have you felt that weight of fear holding you back? Holding you back from pursuing your dreams as a mom in business? Fear is a common adversary. But what if I told you that biblical truths can be your armor against it? They absolutely can. Being a mom in business comes with its own set of challenges and fears and doubts. But I want to tell you, you are not alone in feeling this way. It is totally normal. So I want to explore these fears with you that often like paralyze us, right? And I wanted to show you how you can replace them with strength that you can find in your faith. All right, so... This, I want to tell you three um, fears, three common fears that I see moms have when pursuing their entrepreneurial dreams. All right, so, and I, and I know, I know that starting business can be daunting, especially when you have kids at home, <laughs> you're exhausted, but it is important to really recognize these fears so when they start creeping in, we can just squash them. <laughs> like, we can nip them in the butt. And we're able to um, recognize them and release them and um, go uh, change those fears, not change them, uh, but look at biblical truth instead, okay? So the first fear is inadequacy. So many moms feel ill-equipped to handle the business alongside with like their parenting responsibilities, their marriages, maybe you're even still working a day job. And you're like, I don't know if I can even handle all of this. How's it even possible? It is totally normal to question whether you have what it uh, takes to succeed in both roles. Totally normal. The second fear we're going to talk about is the fear of time management. Balancing your family, your business, your personal time. Like it is a juggling act. <laughs> and I just want to like kind of like little sidebar here. And that this like work-life balance that you see floating around on the internet, that is a dang myth. Okay? Because sometimes it's gonna be 70% work and 30% family, and vice versa. There is no perfect balance. It's all about looking at your priorities and what you need to focus on. Now, we definitely do not want to live in a space where we're so focused on our business that we aren't taking care of our priorities at home. That is not where I want you to be. But I want you to understand that this perfect balance of things is not really going to look like maybe what you think it's going to look like, okay? Um, and then I want to talk to you about the fear of failure. And this is something that so many moms grapple with the idea of not being able to succeed and the potential impact that it has on the family. It could be overwhelming. So let's reframe failure as part of the journey. And let's draw some strength from biblical truth to conquer the fear. Okay, so here are three of the uh, common fears that we've identified. Fear of inadequacy, fear of juggling it all, time management, and fear of failure. And I want to tell you that the Lord is the source of your confidence and your strength. So if you look at 2 Corinthians 3, uh, 3 4 through 5, it says, 
such confidence we have to Christ before God. Not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. See, he already knows your strengths and weaknesses. He already knows what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. So you can just squash that fear of inadequacy because, I mean, the reality is is that we're not um, adequate enough, right? Not in our own self. Our um, competence comes from the Lord. He gives us the gifts that we have. He gives us the strength that we need to push through and to move forward. He gives us uh, the confidence. He equips us, okay? So we find our strength through Him and we persevere through Him. He will equip you for the job that He's calling you to. If you look at Joshua 1.5, it says, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I love that scripture. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Man, that is so, so good. We're over here walking around scared to start the business or we're feeling like we're not good enough or maybe we're getting caught in the comparison trap. And it says right here in the Bible, like he will be with us. He's not going to leave us or forsake us. So if he's not going to leave you or forsake you, then why are we walking around like we don't have any power, like we're not good enough? The Bible is telling us that our competence comes from God, the God of the universe, the God that created everything, that knows all. Our competence comes from Him. We draw our strength and um, everything from Him. So we're not going to need to worry about whether we're good enough or not because He's going to give us what we need to do the job that He's asking us to do. All right, so I want to share one more scripture. Um, and this is 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. All scripture is God breath and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Friend, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. It is right there. <laughs> he will equip you for the job that he is calling you to. So the next time you're feeling inadequate, I want you to take a look at how God sees you and how he sees your future. And what does the word, the living word of God say? I want you to remind yourself of those truths. Remind yourself of his promises. All right. Okay. So let's chat about time management. This fear that we are not going to be juggled at all. And I want to let you know, let you in on a little secret. Okay. You ready for this? You cannot juggle at all. It's just that simple. We can't. Not one person can take care of the babies, run the house, run the business, go on our workouts, go on date nights, do the self-care, volunteer at the church, whatever else you got going on. Not one person can do it all 
on their own. We just simply can't. So that's just a fact. It's, so let's not turn it into a fear that we can't juggle it all because we can't. Remember, we're inadequate. Our competence, competence comes from God. Okay. But if you look at Proverbs 16, 3, it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. So create the business plan. Write down the ideas that you have and share it with the Lord. Share it with him. I want you to write it down and say, Lord, here are my plans. This is now yours. You guide me in this or you don't. Maybe you don't want me to do this and he's going to lead you and guide you into something different, right? But now it's yours. So you're going to make the plan and you're going to submit it to him. Okay? And he's going to make sure that you have the time to accomplish it. Because remember, again, we're not leaning on our own strengths. We're leaning on his. And if you look at Proverbs uh, Proverbs 6, 9, it says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. He establishes the steps. Like, I'm telling you, there is so much freedom when we can just look at the Bible. Just look at, open your Bible. It is all there. We don't need to be worried about feeling inadequate. We don't need to be worried about being able to jug it all. Because he's already got the whole plan for us. He's going to give us the steps. He's going to tell us what to do. He's going to give us the time. He's going to make sure that we are able to accomplish what he's asking us to do. Because anything that he puts his, that he wants, that he, his goals, his, his, his plans for your future, for the future of the world, it's going to get done. He is a God that keeps his promises. So it's going to get done. Okay. All right. So let's talk about mm, fear of failure. That one is hard. That one is so hard. Okay. The thought that it's not going to work out. The thought that, man, you're spending all this time on this business, all this time, that your precious, precious time that's being taken away from something else, your children, your husband, your sleep, <laughs> like all this time that's being taken away from your family. And then what if you fail them? Oh my God, right? What if you fail and all that time was just wasted? We just want to do our best for our families. We just want to do our best to honor the Lord. But I need to tell you something. You're going to fail a lot. That's a reality. And that's okay. Because it's part of the process of learning. Just like I tell my kids, you can do hard things. If it didn't work out, okay, try again. What did you learn from it? What worked? What did it work? Try again. You can do hard things. Listen, failing is just a part of the process of learning. You don't just get on the bike and for the very first time and know how to ride the bike. You're going to fall off and probably a lot, <laughs> right? And I'm just going to go ahead and use myself as, a, as an example. This right here, like 
I am talking into your earbuds. <laughs> this is my first time starting a podcast. I'm only on episode three here, and I've already failed so many times. Let me just tell you, so many times. I've never launched a podcast before. So I didn't know what I was doing. I had to learn. And I had to fail. And I had to learn something from my failures so that I don't do it again. Right? I mean, I can already look back to like the last couple of months and see that, wow, I could have done it this way. I could have saved a lot of time in this area or in that area. Precious time that I took away from my family. Precious time that I took away from marketing my business. Precious time that I could have been sleeping (laughs) or reading a book. Did I fail my family? No. Did I fail myself? No. Actually, I think that I'm very proud of myself because I failed and I kept going. And so that's how I want you to look at your failures as a lesson and be proud that you kept going. Okay? Um, Otherwise, how are you going to learn? That's just that simple. How are you going to learn if you don't fail, if you don't start? Okay? So, failure is not a bad thing. But what is, is when you lose your faith in what the Lord is calling you to do. And when you lose your faith in yourself, and when you give up. When that happens, that's when you should be concerned. But if you keep pushing forward and you keep learning and you keep getting back up, then you're good. Okay? I mean, I want you to look at Mary, Jesus's mother, Mary. Okay? She was a virgin about to give birth to the Messiah of the world. Do you not think that she had a fear of failing him or failing God? I got to believe that she did. I mean, she was human, but she trusted the Lord and what he called her to, and she walked in faith. I love Romans 8.28. We know that God works all things together for the good of those that love him. So even in your failures, he will turn them around and make them better. And there's times when things just don't go how you want them to go. It's just, that's just a reality. Sometimes that's God just protecting us or teaching us or developing us. So you have to stay the course and trust that it's going to work out. All right, so I'm going to share one more scripture with you. Actually, I'm pretty sure I said that already, but I just can't help myself, okay? Um, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So if you are fearful that you're going to fail, I want you to present that to God and ask him for guidance, ask him for wisdom, ask him for the next steps. Present your failure, present your plans, present your ideas, ask him for guidance and for the next steps, and then ask him to help you overcome that fear and to lean into your faith. Okay, so now that we've uncovered those biblical truths, Let's chat about some more like practical ways that we could integrate them into our entrepreneurial journey. I'm all about the practical things here. Um, so when you are feeling inadequate, this is what I want you to do, okay? I want you to reflect on your achievements. What have you already done? 
what has already worked? Think about those things and reflect on those versus, oh, I'm not just good enough, <laughs> okay? And I want you to accept that growth is a continual process. It just is. We need to be lifelong learners. And just like with the bike scenario, if you are a lifelong learner, that means that you're always going to be learning new things. So you're always not going to, like, there's always going to be times when you don't feel good enough because you're learning something new. There's always going to be times when you're failing at something because you're learning something new. Remember, it's part of the process. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, the other thing I want you to do is to acknowledge the strengths that you do have. I want you to spin that negative mindset into a positive mindset, okay? When we can look at the things that are positive, the things that are good, the things that we're grateful for and that we have already done, we can flip that switch and start to like rewire our brains to think differently, okay? <clears throat> and then I want you to take some time to pray. Pray and let the Lord know what you're feeling. So all these things that you reflected on, you maybe journaled, your strengths, your um, achievements, all that. I want you to sit down and pray and let the Lord know, hey, this is, this is where I feel inadequate, but I need you to help me through this, okay? <clears throat> when you're feeling that you're not going to have enough time to manage everything, I first want you to understand that as a mom in business, things simply take longer to complete. And there is beauty in growing slowly. So unless that you have, um, maybe like, all, like you will have a lot of free time and you have resources like money where you can hire people to do a lot of work for you, generally things are just going to take longer because you have responsibilities. Okay, especially if you are a working mom, you already have a, a day job and you have your kids and you have all your responsibilities, it's just going to take longer. And that is okay. The Lord does not despise small beginnings. So I need you to set realistic expectations and goals for yourself. And I know we are ambitious women and we want to complete things on our timeline. <laughs> we want to complete things fast. We want them to get done. But we need to be realistic with our capacity. So, some, as some, but effective time management is essential. It is so important for maintaining some sort of balance between motherhood and business. So you have to be able to effectively allocate your time to all the different roles that you have going on so that you're not uh, feeling overwhelmed. So what I want you to do is look at your calendar and I want you to see where your pockets of free time are. And I want you to look and see what can be removed. Do you need to remove some TV watching time? I know, we don't like to give up the good stuff. But how badly do you want to start the business and start making an income or an impact? Okay, <laughs> if you're okay with it taking a lot longer, then you're going to work a little bit less. Okay. This is just the reality. So see where your free time is, how you can rearrange your time. And then I want you to set that time in your calendar, like 
actually put it in your calendar, write it in there or put it in your digital calendar of when you're going to work on your business. And when that time comes, actually do it. I also want you to ask for help. I know this is hard sometimes, but maybe this is you telling your husband like, hey, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm going to need you when you get home to take over everything because I'm going to go to the bedroom and I'm going to close the door and I'm going to work on my business for a few hours. Maybe you call your mom and ask her if she can come watch uh, the kids for a few hours. Maybe you have another um, mom in business like that's local. Maybe you're both stay at home moms, right? And you can kind of like swap uh, babysitting time so you guys can work on your business. Maybe you're hiring a nanny. I don't know. But start thinking about ways that you can ask for help from other people. And maybe you need to outsource some things if you are financially able to outsource. Okay. Maybe it's your cleaning so you can free that time up to work on your business. And it's important that if you're outsourcing something to someone else, you need to adequately take that time and actually use it for your business to do money-making activities, okay? Um, And maybe you're just outsourcing some business tasks, such as like writing blogs, social media content, or things like that, so you can work on your zone of genius and the things that are actually making you money. Maybe that's like uh, coaching calls, um, you're doing client work or things like that, things that are actually making you money, all right? So maybe you can start doing some outsource. Think about that. Now, when the fear of failure creeps in, I want you to first seek the Lord and release those fears and lay them at his feet. Your faith can be the driving force to turn that fear into strength and grit and confidence. And I want you to find a community of other moms in business that understand the challenges of what it's like to be a working mom, a mom in entrepreneurship, okay? Being in a community is so important. The entrepreneurial space, it gets lonely. It really does, especially if you're like a stay-at-home mom and you're with your kids all day. Maybe you don't even talk to another human other than your husband for days. Like, I Sometimes I tell my husband and I'm like, you got to talk to people today, adults. <laughs> Like, that's worth something. I haven't talked to another adult in a long time. So find a community. Okay, find a community that you can surround yourself with like-minded women who can encourage you, who can lift you up, who can pray for you. Be in a community with other Christian entrepreneurs, I believe is absolutely necessary There are so um, many things of this world and other groups, other things that you're seeing, and sometimes you have to stay far away from certain groups, okay? Um, So find a community of like-minded women in business that can help you, all right? So as we wrap up today's episode, I just want to summarize some of the key takeaways um, that I feel like just can really empower you in this journey, okay? Uh, We talked about some of the common fears that we are facing, such as feeling inadequate, feeling like we can't juggle it all, or that fear that we're going to fail. And I just want to remind you that fear is common. It's completely normal to feel that way. But 
when we're learning and doing new things, you cannot let fear be your stopping point. When you lean into your faith and biblical truths, you can transform that fear into a driving force. And then your dreams are within reach. So I want to encourage you to trust that God has a plan for your life and a good, good plan. Okay, he has a good plan for you and that your dreams and aspirations, they absolutely matter. And you do have the strength to turn them into a reality. You do the ordinary and God will do the extraordinary. I love that. I love that so much. He will provide you with the time and the resources that you need to carry out the call that he has on your life. So I want to invite you to share your stories and experiences and any questions with me. Just send me a message at a purposeful brand podcast on Instagram. And then lastly, if you are seeking further guidance, just uh, send me a DM. You can visit the show notes um, and book a clarity call with me. I would love to help you navigate these challenges. So I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Your dreams, they're worth pursuing. They really are. You're not in this journey alone. And I cannot wait to chat with you uh, more in upcoming episodes. So until, until then, have faith and keep pursuing those dreams of yours. God bless. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode. I pray this episode blessed you and I hope you found inspiration and a renewed sense of purpose. If you enjoyed this episode and found value in it, will you leave a review? Your reviews help this podcast reach more women like you. And here's a fun way to show your support. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag us at a purposeful brand podcast so I can connect with you and reshare your stories. Remember, your journey is unique, your gifts are powerful, and your faith is your greatest asset. So until next time, keep dreaming big, taking inspired action, and living out your calling. I can't wait to join you again next week as faith means entrepreneurship right here on A Purposeful Brand.